0: All right, we are back um, this week. We're going to be talking about living a balanced life. Uh, this is Zach, and then we got Mike and Kevin are here. What's up? Hi. We're back again. Okay. <laughs> um, Which is good. Yeah. So we are. St- yeah, we're going to talk about a, we're going to talk about living a balanced life. We're going to talk about kind of what it takes to live successfully because it really is it's all about balance and all about balance. i um, not taking something too far, which I mean, I've never done that before. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> uh, not taking things too far, you know, having, having healthy boundaries. That's, that's something that we're going to cover. And we're also going to cover a lot of, uh, uh, I guess just kind of tips and tricks on how to, how to live that way. Um, and also, kind of a, kind of a balanced self care as well. Yeah, absolutely. One of before we start, you're gonna knock out. Uh, hit us up on Instagram if you have any questions, recommendations, anything like that. We, Mike is the Insta man. Making it happen. Yeah, he is, he is the learning social media tricks. man. Um, <laughs> and we'd be more than happy if you have ideas or anything like that, suggestions, uh, let us know if you, sound quality is off. Uh, I know that we had been having that in the past. I don't know how it's changed, um, but let us know on that one as well. And yeah, anything else? Questions, comments, concerns, whatever it may be, man, hit us up. Um, yeah, hit us up. So let's talk about balance, huh? Let's do it. Let's do it. Balance, balance. <laughs> one of the one of the things that uh, especially when I was using man, is I had zero balance. I had none. I would I would work way more than I should ever have worked. I mean, I wasn't I I literally defined my life by my job. That's how much I worked. Uh, when I was on, when my downtime, I was usually at work or I was thinking about work because it was my dad's company. So I had this kind of free reign to do whatever the hell I wanted to. Um, so I was constantly there. I was constantly thinking about it. I was constantly working on some type of project or, uh, something else. And I couldn't, I I was almost incapable of stopping. And that's, that kind of came with the drug of choice, of course, uh, but even then, when I wasn't high, my mind was still running. So I remember that we'd get done at a job site, and we would get back to the hotel with you know crack open a couple of beers and sit and talk about work, or we would, yeah, or or I would be at a family function, and my dad, my dad and I had a terrible level of communication anyway, uh, but we would talk about work. Uh, at Christmas or at Thanksgiving or whatever it may be. And my dad's always been like that. He's always talked about work, 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 work. Um, And so I kind of picked up that bad habit, but it, it became highly apparent that when I got into recovery, that had to change. Like that shit had to change. I could not be, I could not consume myself with something like that because it became unhealthy. And when it becomes unhealthy, That's when, uh, and we talked about this in a different podcast, uh, it kind of tips the scales and makes me vulnerable to relapsing. So, one of the things that I I had to really work on was balance. What is balance? You know, I actually had to sleep eight hours a night. That blew me away. Okay. (laughs) I was, I am not even kidding. I did not have a sleeping schedule when I got into treatment, I had no form of, um, of sleeping clock, like mental clock. You know how people are. I'm up in the morning and I'm tired at night. I, I didn't have any of that. I, I would sleep right around two hours a day. Anytime I could get two hours of sleep, and I would, and, and then I'd be off and I'd be running again. And so sleep. I mean, just sleep alone. Scheduling that in. That was actually like the first, the first balanced thing that I did was was scheduling sleep and i just remember laying in bed thinking how bizarre this is that i have a sleep schedule because it was years of not having a sleep schedule i just if i you know there would be a day when i just feel like well, i'm just gonna stay up all night and i would take it just way too far and it's the same as work way too far and it's the same as drugs way too far drinking way too far anything way too far um and I know that I'm not the the only one that that does that, and so I think that this this is a really important podcast uh, episode that we're gonna do here. And um, yeah, I think I think it would be super beneficial. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, kind of tying into what you're into what you're saying, I think that uh, us humans we have the capability of getting ourselves into some horrible horrible habits, and not willing or seeing or doing or recognizing that those habits are bad and be able to like have an actual solution to come out of that hole and tell it's almost for some people it's too late where they don't make it or, or they lose a whole bunch of shit that happens to them like family or divorce or whatever, you know, because they weren't able to, uh, you know, I, I hate the kind of the term, the rock bottom, scenario, but everyone kind of has their own ideas of it. And I think everyone has to have their own, uh, th- uh, story that happens to them. And I feel like with me, uh, balance is, it's always been hard because I'm such, and I think a lot of people that are in recovery or addiction people or alcoholics, I think everyone has kind of the same mindset as I do where you go big or go home.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. You
1: know, and and when you have that type of a mindset, it's really hard. For me, I get into something and I want to be the best at it. I got into skiing, racing, skiing when I was younger, got really good at it. I got, and I kind of faded away from it. Then I started to get myself into mountain biking. I turned into a, a professional, long endurance mountain bike racer ra- traveling across the nation doing big uh, races. And then that kind of tapered off and I became, uh, professional alcoholic, <laughs> and I became really, really good Go big at or go home. Yeah, go big or go home, <laughs> and, and it's really hard for me to kind of kind of slow that down and be able to kind of, uh, hopefully we can talk about it today, well, not hopefully, we are going to be talking about this tonight, of, of ways that I've been able to do it, and ways that Kevin and ways that Zach have been able to uh, find those ways of, of creating that balanced life, and if that balances with uh, um, self care if that balances with their family if balance with work with balance with school whatever you're into it's uh i feel like this is kind of a healthy approach to being able to recognize your the things your story your path your day, and uh hopefully it kind of gets you a little bit of a
0: cure a little pep, <laughs> pep a little push off the cliff <laughs> one of uh yeah one of the things that I really had to work on, especially early on was sleep, but then it was also, um, early recovery. I got, I hated it at first. I mean, I really did. And I had to, once, once I got into it and I started, um, kind of jiving with it, I guess I, that was everything. Like I immediately faced first, Everything I want to I want to jump from step one to step nine I want to make all my amends I want everything to be better we talked about this in a different podcast um, I wanted to get everything done ASAP and I would I would just blow it like way out of proportion um and, and want to take everything on at once and what that would do is I mean even in recovery and and it's good to have that motivation um but it's. It also can become. It also becomes toxic. And so the things there. One of the things I had to do as well is I had to take my recovery and I had to say, "Okay, I can only do so much." For one. For two, I need to do it in order. I can't just like <laughs> jump mean, into yeah. this. Yeah, I'd be like, "Oh, I'm sorry that I, you know." Go jump to step nine and be like, "Oh, I'm sorry that I, you know, stole your car and burned your house down <laughs> and yesterday." <laughs> like uh, I but I got a week clean. <laughs> I got a week clean, so I'm good, right? So. you know, Uh, because it takes time, but I I had to continuously be aware of. Okay, so now there's I have to have eight hours of sleep or something like that. Whatever it was at the time, and then I have to I have to set some time in for my recovery. Always, that's step. That's number one. First thing I put my in front of my recovery is the second thing I'm gonna lose. Uh, so I had to put that in in into, and that really started kind of the flow for me. It started the flow of, all right, so this is kind of a method or I guess a system that I'm that I'm going to use and I'm just going to continue using. And I was in the confines of a treatment center for four months. So they kind of drilled a schedule back into my head. But a lot of people don't have that. And so it takes a lot of willpower, I guess, and people... Willpower is got a tabby word, especially in recovery. Um, yeah, because some people say, you know, self will run riot. Um, <laughs> it takes a lot of motivation. It takes a lot of motivation, and but it's necessary, I think, to to continue on living a healthy lifestyle. And that's kind of where I started initially was, was sleep. Okay, I got sleep. Recovery, I got recovery, and then on and on and on. Um, but Kevin had something he's gonna say. What's up? All uh,
2: right. I think he's being what, he's mesmerized right now <laughs> i was that's I, well, playing ping pong with what, their, well, going, back, <laughs> going
1: back and forth as zach and i
2: um really what occurred to me like uh when you guys were talking is that in early recovery i i literally had no sense of balance whatsoever um even after hmm, i want to say a couple months clean I, I i i mean i felt better of course and and um you know, um, I was, you know, willing to move forward and, and, and staying clean. But as far as balance was, I didn't, I, I couldn't have told you what that was or any kind of sense of what that was. Um, and I was listening to you and how, you know, your biking story and whatever. And, um, I have never been like an overachiever (laughs) of anything. Um, well, you know, drinking and drugs, I kind (laughs) of went, you know, yeah. But um, for me, it's always, it was always more. I want more. I want more. I'm not sure that I... Uh, you know, I, I did start mountain biking. Uh, somebody had given me some suggestions. Um, I, I, it never dawned on me to, to actually get into some kind of, like, the sport of it, like, or a competition or something. Um, I just wanted more. I, I, <clears throat> I literally... Someone told me mountain biking... Biking would help with the mind running. and um, But I couldn't find time all the time to ride my bike. I had a really shitty bike, um, but I used it. I just ran it into the ground. I rode it so much in early recovery. There's a lake near my house, and it has a trail that goes around, and it's, uh, it's like 4.5 miles. And I couldn't always find the time to go ride it. So... <clears throat> But I was almost obsessed with it because I wanted more. I wanted more. Um, first off, I, I rode my bike around it the first time and was so amazed that I didn't have a heart attack and die, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I actually enjoyed it. Um, but I had, I had to go to work, um, and I couldn't always find, find the time. So what I ended up doing is uh, I went to Walmart and bought one of those headlamps. And so at 1130 at night when I would get off of work, I would – literally drive up to the lake which is up in the mountains it had no lights whatsoever and i would put on my headlamp and i would just ride run laps in the middle of the night around this lake and um which turned out to be really neat there's like when when you don't when you're on a bike and and uh um you don't scare deer they just walk out in front of you. I could have there's so many times when I nearly hit a deer on my bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> I had him jumping over my front tires, you know. Um, but it turned out to be really neat. But I didn't have that sense of balance. So I I did that every day, sometimes seven days a week. I would just run circles around this lake. Um so and I can easily do something like that until it causes me damage and i I'm, i instead of getting stronger i actually like have to i have to back off and i, I didn't have that sense of balance
1: so. yeah i it's kind of funny ironic that we're talking about a bike that you actually have to balance on <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow yeah. uh, wow wow but really though with me when i was racing when i was uh, riding my bike and, and racing all over the place it was uh, it was fun but it definitely wasn't balance at all Like, I would be riding seven days a week, and if I missed a day, I'd be pissed off, and it was overdone, you know, where I've had a few friends that would say, oh, Mike, you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to hate mountain biking, and I was like, no, no, I'm doing, like, really well. I'm actually racing, and I had these really unrealistic goals where I was actually doing it, but eventually it kind of held to, like, after four or five years of averaging 20,000 feet of climbing per week, it became boring, you know it wasn't fun anymore, like it wasn't like enjoyable to go ride my bike and just like chill. It was like I had to plug it into the internet, and load up my statistics and see how many calories I was bringing how many rpms how many watts and this and this, and it was nuts. you know became an obsession yeah, I was obsessed. oh totally, and it was just like that it was not healthy and my mom was like you've lost a lot of weight I mean I was six foot two, and I was one hundred and fifty pounds I literally, <laughs> and I literally had like not an ounce of body fat on me. I was just lean, ready to go, and like I could smash out hills and, you know, still there's all these awards, you know, going online by being the fastest person and stuff like that, and and I uh, burnt myself out and I kind of geared towards something else, and and that's kind of been my process. So what I've been trying to do in recovery is to be able to kind of set a kind of an okay line not to cross, like not to overdo something or not to hopefully underdo something, you know, but just try to kind of keep a, a parallel and be able to recognize as saying, hey, this is a little much, let's call it a night or or a day or whatever. And I've I've had a hard time uh with work in that way because like Zach's uh dad, my dad's very similar, workaholic, doesn't my dad doesn't have a ton of hobbies, you know, golfs occasionally rides a Harley, whatever. (laughs) Um, But his goal is, I mean, his main thing, his hobby is work and it's all self-consuming. He just does it. And um, for me, I've even learned in recovery that I would, back when I was, you know, a drunk, was I was just like, not balanced with that. Like things were unorganized and I would just like, would just all over the place with it. And now, if I had to travel a certain amount of distance for work, I like really think to myself, is it worth it to drive home? Is it safer just to get in a hotel for the night versus like get home, drive, you know, push yourself to the limit. Yeah, I mean, I was yeah. like, but sp- sometimes you'd spend out like a 20 hour day and sometimes I still have to kind of do that, but it's, it's not like, uh, it, it's not enjoyable, you know? So I'm like really trying to and safe. You know, I got bigger things to worry about than that. That's not the purpose of my life is to, Throw out how many hours in I can in a day to do that. It's so it's it's kind of a trip to kind of how many things when you are in a kind of addict mentality and addict behavior revolves around just day to day life in and out of recovery, even if you don't have addiction issues or not. Like with it, it, it all of it kind of blends together.
0: Oh, absolutely! I think also one of the things that you have to keep in mind, especially in in recovery, is we do not have, okay, I'm not going to say we. Uh, I'm going to say I. I do not have the luxury of busting out 80 to 90-hour work weeks and remain mentally stable throughout that. I bet I can for a while, but one of the things that I, that I have is the humility of knowing that I cannot do that. Or I can, but I need to be hyper-aware what it's doing to me. Usually when I do have that, like a 20-hour workday, um, or tons of drive time or whatever it may be, I usually get mentally and emotionally fatigued. And that is where I become vulnerable. Um, that is I, I mean, that's really the biggest. So I'm a student, right? And I I work full, I last some last two semesters I worked full-time job. Oh, uh, spent semester for that, I had two jobs: full-time job, part-time job, and full-time school. More than full-time school. And I was regularly catching myself, uh, regularly catching myself in in like a relapse cycle where I would be emotionally drained and then before, I, and, and I would get super uh, not defensive, but uh, ah, what's the word? Responsive or not emotional. I can't even think of the word right now. Anyway, I would get, I, I would jump at just about anything. And I had to I had to watch myself and realize that, like, I don't have to do this assignment that's due in three weeks tonight. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have to I don't have to take this class because I would when I had downtime, I would take an assignment, especially an online class, like an easy online class. I would knock out like two weeks worth of work in a day or something like that. Um, and I had, to, I had to realize I don't have to do all of that. And there are times that I can take breaks. And there are times that I can focus on other things. And balance in life, I mean, life consists of so many other things. It consists of my family. It consists of my physical health. I need to get out and I need to do something to get the endorphins in my body moving. If I, If I go two or three days without doing any type of exercise, I'll feel it in my shoulders. I'll feel it in my back. I mean, I'll feel it all just random places and i don't even know how people like don't get exercise (laughs) i just um but i have you know in my social life and all of these other things um all mesh together and if i'm overdoing it i don't have that luxury because all of those other things my physical health my mental health my emotional health all of those things need to be addressed or else I am not living a healthy lifestyle and I can go back out and it's extremely dangerous, especially for anyone in recovery. Um, and not even that, it's just unhealthy for anyone in general, outside of recovery. It's still balance is so important on, on maintaining a happy life. So I got a question for you. How do, how do you recognize in yourself of like when you are not balanced? Um, A lot of it is like I have increased, I'll I'll either have a short fuse, uh, reactive, that's the word, I'm reactive, or I will, I'll get like really bad anxiety sometimes, Um, or it's the same as sitting in my... You know how, when you have something on your mind and you're driving down the road and your shoulders are up to your ears <laughs> and you're death gripped on the steering wheel and you don't even know why you're death gripped mm-hmm. on the steering wheel, it could be a beautiful sunny day outside and there are deer prancing around, and it, but you're still just stiff as a rock. Um, I'll catch myself being like that and I'll catch myself with that much anxiety and just that. And, and that's when I know, like, okay, you're pushing yourself too far. Drop your shoulders, and I, and I have to cognitively, you know, bring myself back to what you're thinking about right now. This statistics assignment that has been, you know, that's hanging over your head or whatever, is not the focal point of life. That's a part of life. I can't be obsessed about it. I can't throw everything that I have into it because I have other shit that I have to throw throw myself into. Uh, not necessarily throw myself into, but be a part of. And right. I guess it's compartmentalizing and finding that that sweet spot, I guess.
1: Yeah. That's what about, I mean, do you guys, uh, do you guys like bust out a calendar? Do you have a calendar planner stuff? Like how far balanced and
0: planned are you? Like, Hey Kevin, how far balanced? So, yeah, you? so you he's <laughs> asking me cause
2: he knows I'm terrible at it. <laughs> um, I, I do have a calendar and I really only just started using it. Um, I've never, I've never been good at it. Um, but it really does help. It, it helps a lot. As a matter of fact, I think the first time I started using my cal- calendar for anything useful other than trying to figure out what day it is, like right now, um, I, <coughs> I kind of started making this, uh, I had this weird thing, um, uh, uh, in, in, in early recovery where, um, I found that my, my taste in music started to change, um, drastically. Um, as a matter of fact, it just had to change. Um,
1: <coughs> excuse me. Old songs brought back
0: <coughs> terrible memories. Well,
2: it, exactly. Well, you
0: can only it, listen just, to so much 80s new wave.
2: <laughs> well, I still love 80s new wave. <coughs> um, a lot of the music that I used to listen to when I listened to it today, um, uh, if I listen to it too much, it it makes me want to use because it's what I used to use, too. And uh, so I kind of watch myself on that. Um, But anyway, so the the newer music that I started listening to, um, I started buying concert tickets, like just inexpensive, cheap ones. Um, And I called it... uh, uh throwing pennies into my future. Um (laughs) because I knew I would forget. Because sometimes I would buy I would I would go to these little venues um uh in Salt Lake City and I would um I would I would buy like maybe like four or five concert tickets. Like I would just see that they were coming like maybe in a couple months or whatever and I would buy them and then I would put them on my calendar. And of course, I did always completely forget that I had bought them. But you know, sometimes when I looked at my calendar, I'd be like, "Oh, I I have a ticket for this today, or tomorrow, or two days from now." You know what I mean? And it kind of like brought these little spurts of, I don't know, happiness. You know, yeah. joy. Like I have something enter- to look forward to. Like yeah. tomorrow. You know.
1: Well, it's healthy though. It's healthy to have stuff that you know you you look forward to, like a trip to planner. You know, and that's that helps out to be you know a, a balanced and. That's one thing my wife and I, we've been like completely opposite on. She can, she has a calendar and she like lives by it. You can see on the wall behind us, like she, every day, you can see exactly what time and, uh, and some, I'm not going to lie. At times it has completely annoyed me because I am not that way. I'm like the opposite where like I, I was in high school and one of my buddies called me up and said, Hey, the snake river is going off. Do you want to go up and kayak it? And I was like, well, we have prom tomorrow. He's like, Screw prom. Let's go. Let's go kayaking. And like we literally got in the car at like one o'clock in the morning, drove up there, uh, bust out the river, and drove home, and like barely like our prom base were pissed because we were like late and like jumping the shower <laughs> trying to throw our tuxes on and stuff like that. And that's like how that's like my mentality. So it's been kind of a clash at times where where I have to kind of give up that part of me. She's had to kind of give up her over scheduled attitude, you know. And so we can kind of like meet in the middle and mesh in that way. And, you know, cause there's has times I was like, Hey, let's go camping right now. Let's like leave and go down to Southern Utah. And she'd be like, uh, well, no, that's not on the calendar. This is not on the calendar. It's you not know, part of the planned. plan. We can't do that. I'm like, yeah, we can. Um, but it's, uh, I think it's, it's, it's helped me to kind of stay focused and, and be able to be excited for something that you have plan a trip concerts, like you're saying, um, different things yeah. well there's a
0: line to walk i mean you could i know a lot of people that are hardcore planners i mean hardcore to the t the day the time the i mean how the how the weather is going to be just all the way down to the last to the last detail um and then there are a lot of people that fly by the seat of their pants you know and it's hard it's not hard i mean you just have to find the balance yeah. I mean, for lack of a better word, you have to find the balance. You have to be able to take pieces of each one and, and kind of put them together. One of the things that I did, especially when I started school, is I was so afraid of all of the assignments and all the homework that was going to come on me, is I had a little pocket notebook, and I would flip that pocket notebook over, and when I was sitting in each class, I'd write down uh, just two or three sentences of I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this, and I would check them off. And then once that organized part of me was done the unorganized part of me could come out and I could go hang out or I could watch Netflix or whatever. Um, there've been times in my life where I tried to set up a specific schedule for me, like from seven to eight, you're going to eat breakfast from eight to nine. You're going to meditate from whatever that may be. And it never works, never works. And I don't think it ever will work. At least not for me. I can't. Cause a lot of that was my anxiety. Uh, you need to make the most of your time. And, in reality, that's that the kind of person that I am. I can, I can follow a schedule, but kind of a rough schedule. Uh, and I found that that's a lot easier for me to do uh, because if I don't have any type of schedule, if I don't have any type of kind of rough draft, I guess, I, I have no stability, right? I have no purpose of waking up in the morning. I have no reason to do what I do. So having that small... That small bit of formality helps out a ton, the in the general in my general health, uh, because it, I I just have to make sure that I can't let either side become too overbearing. Um, one of the things that I, one of the things that I that I used to do is I would constantly like write stuff down. You need to do this. 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 I like was constantly. Oh, my God, dude. The forever, <laughs> the never-ending to-do list. And if you are a person that has a to-do list and you are listening to this, then you know there is always something on that list. And it's living in the future. It's not... I, I, it took me so long to figure this out, but it's it's not being okay with what's going on right now. That to-do list just becomes this overwhelming fucking thing that yeah, you follows cross, you, you, you for the rest of your life. You one thing and ten things occur on exactly. the Exactly. Before you can cross one off, ten more are added, and then it's just this literally this never ending list. Yeah. And what that did is that put me in almost a constant state of anxiety. I need to get this done. Okay, well I got that done, and it felt good when I crossed one off. But then I, you know, I need to get this one, and I got to a point where I stopped making those stupid fucking lists <laughs> uh, because they were just running my life. and And so now every once in a while I'll slap like a, a to do list together, especially to so say if I'm going on a trip or something like that. I need to. I need to come up with a list so I make sure that I have everything, but I don't. I don't let it control control me anymore because it used to, and I used to turn into this obsession of, oh, what's on the list? What's next on the list? Need to get this done. You get that done because I was never in the moment. I was never okay with where I was at because every time I looked at something, I had something else to do, and it's just this vicious fucking cycle.
1: Yeah, it's it's hard. I know that like, um, and that's been kind of with scheduling and planning. The word commitment sticks out to me. Of like when my wife and I would plan something and she's like, well, we are committed to doing this at that time. And that concept just bugged me. <laughs> I was like, we have to go do that. Are you sure? Like, this is like, <laughs> the I'm world like, is going yeah, to like, end. We have to like, the, <laughs> it, like it really drove me nuts of thinking, uh, you know, cause I was like, things can change. Things change. The plans change. You know, we don't have to always do that. And like, and I feel like the, like I said, in probably every single, podcast so far is open communication and being able to talk and discuss that and be not afraid because like otherwise a lot of times I would go do it and I was definitely unwilling like I was my attitude was like fuck here we go again (laughs) get in the car I don't want to do this and just like I don't want to go where we're going and you know and I think it it a lot of it just kind of stems with that's not my personality yeah I you know, I lived in the Caribbean for a while and when I was down there doing a service oriented uh, mission, I, uh, you have to schedule yourself on 15 minute increments for the day. And you, every morning you're like, okay, you wake up at this time, alarm clock. And like you always have, and this is not to get all religious with stuff, but, uh, if you don't do that stuff, you are going against the God, you know, mm-hmm. that's kind of your concept of what people are telling you. Well, you're wasting God's time. You're on God's time, you know, and, That really uh, offended me and bugged me because I was thinking, like, no, this is still my life. But, like, the 15-minute increment and, like, I'd have people that would be like, well, if that doesn't work out, what is going to happen after that? I was like, I don't know. I don't really care. Like we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll, I haven't we'll, thought that through well, because we have, I don't give have, We have to have something behind that that's going to be able to help us get to the next position, to the next position. Like can have all these backup plans. And I was just like, dude, I'm over that.
0: <laughs> like I'm like. a Backup plan all the way to like. Like quadruple backup plans. Yeah. <laughs> backup plans.
1: And I was, it, it, it drove me nuts. And cause I just feel like at that point, you, if you're are talking about like God and, and you know, you, you are losing your sp- connection in my opinion to that. Of if you are being directed or not, to, if you believe that. So I, I struggle with that. And I still, you know, have gotten better with being able to kind of respect other people. Cause like, obviously, if somebody's inviting you over to their house for dinner, you don't say, well, why don't, I'm going to show up late just because I don't want to be there at that time. It's rude. Obviously, they've had made you dinner and stuff like that, you know? So I, it's it's kind of a hard thing to like, be able to kind of let go of your own pride and be able to, um, kind of adjust, you know, and, and it's hard to adjust. People don't like change. I hate it. Everybody mm. does. It's not fun just to be like, yeah, today I'm going to go try something different. and I go to the gym today for the first time in a long time. And the next day you just like are sore as shit. And yeah. You don't want to do it. Why did I even do that? You know? <laughs> so,
2: right. I, I think kind of what I was hearing, like you were saying, um, About you know like you don't want to do this like I don't I'm going to some place I don't really want to go, that kind of thing. Um, uh, There there was a guy that um, I used to listen to I just always valued everything he had to say and um, he called that um, he well he used to say that balance like was learning um, that it's okay to say no, like you know how I was saying um, with the biking thing I just wanted more. Right. I wanted more, 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 more. I want to go further. I want to go, you know, <clears throat> I, I want to bite, be able to, my, stom, my stamina needs to come up. I need, my endurance needs to come up. That kind of a thing. Um, but it's okay to say no. Uh, he called it vitamin N. Um, <clears throat>
1: <laughs> I like that. Um, <laughs> are you
2: going to do something about this? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, what what are you going to do about it? Nothing. You know? Like, <laughs> you, you don't have to do something just because it's, like, crosses your mind. You don't have to react to everything. Um, um, also, I, what I, what I kind of wanted to say, because I, I also picked up rock climbing and yoga. Uh, um, just always more, more. I want more. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> I wouldn't say I'm, like, great at, at, at really any of them. But I can, you know, when I, when I picked up yoga, like I, 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 I picked it up to the point where I was going every day, you know, uh, sometimes three classes in a day, you know, just, you know, I, I figured, you know, oh, this is like the super zen, wonderful thing to do. I should do this like, you know, 24 hours a day kind of a thing. You know, it was just always the more. Yeah, I had no sense of balance, you know, and, um, and as, as far as what, with the rock climbing thing, um, I can I can literally go like I'll either w- rock climb in an indoor gym or outside, and just totally overdo it, you know, and um, which which hurts you because you get you get really tired, you know, and then that's when you know accidents happen and
0: pull muscles, pull and muscles,
2: and, yeah, exactly, you know, like so you just need. To, I, I've learned I just I, I need to know when to quit. Yeah, it's okay to not go today, you know. Um, also, I have to uh, remind myself of, uh, kind of what I'm doing it for. And for me, that's where, um, the value of meditation comes in. Um, I did pick up meditation. I'm super undisciplined at it. I, I, I want to do it every day, but I don't, I would lie if I said that I did. (laughs) Um, I can come up with like the most ridiculous excuses not to meditate. But, um, when I do, uh, I feel better, and when I'm when I'm doing that more and more and more thing, I have to ask myself why. And the reason why I want to bike more, I wanna I wanna hike more, I wanna do yoga more, I wanna climb rocks more, to the to the point where it's excessive and damaging damaging to me. Really, my ultimate goal that I'm aiming at is to get myself out of my own mind, Um, to keep from repetitive thoughts or you know, obsessions, things like that. Well, um, when I kind of learned what meditation was, I think people put meditation to the side. Um, If they're following a 12-step program, there's the 10th step, which um, I I also wanted to say that 10, 11, and 12 are actually called the balance steps. Um, It says prayer and meditation, not prayer and or meditation. Hmm. So um, meditation is teaching you how to get out of your own mind and um, being able to concentrate on, on, on the self, um, going past your thoughts and, and try to center on who the person is that's thinking the thoughts. And when you do that... <clears throat> And that's what I'm trying to do when I'm trying to bike myself to death right. or hike to death. I'm literally trying to get out of my own mind. So with meditation, I can sit on my ass and do that <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and and rest, you know, if I have to look at it that way and not harm myself. So with meditation, like you, the way I was told and the, the way I practice it, um, I look for the center of myself. I don't necessarily have to know what that is and sometimes the journey in trying to figure that out is sort of the point if i can go in you know look for myself um i can in this uh, this is trippy but anybody who knows meditation knows what i'm talking about i can literally like turn around and see my thoughts floating around me um because i'm the one producing them so by doing that I can actually look at my thoughts and sort of get rid of the ones that aren't serving me anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah, it
1: does and the I guess kind of the beautiful thing or the the cool thing however you want to look at it is that once you have a clear mind, you know, you knock off the bullshit of the drugs and alcohol. It's like so cool to be able to tap into yourself and be able to recognize what it is you know like i'm feeling this my thought is this this is what's creating this and being able to kind of create that center Mm -hmm. you know that kind of helps you um and it can be simple stuff like for me waking up a little bit early when my kids wake up and be able to spending a little bit more time with them before i go to work you know something very small like that like i yeah or our, you know, like I remember my son, I I played with a little like car with him in the morning before I went to work one one day, and he told my wife, um, at the end of the day, you know he said she asked him what was like the your favorite thing of the day, and he said that it was playing you know a car before dad went to work. Oh. you know it's something very, and like I would have never thought that at all of like that would be like a big moving thing for a five year old, but obviously it was. And, and being, but once I saw the success from that, you can kind of play off of those things and saying, okay, that was positive. That was productive. I like that. I want to do more of that stuff. So you kind of stretch it even a little bit further and trying to kind of find those little avenues that, that are out there to be able to, you know, to kind of center yourself, like I was trying to say earlier.
0: So Mm -hmm. what it. one of the things that popped into my head, I guess a question that popped into my head uh, is, especially with balance, it's a, a lot of it is compartmentalizing. And there are different beliefs about it, uh, especially like self-care. So right now my sponsor has this belief that my... So my belief of self-care is I have to kind of remove myself from life, like... Because a lot of the things that I do are based off of it's like work or school or, or family, and my, my version of self care is literally removing myself from the from the picture. Um, but my sponsor's version of self care is I'm hanging out with my wife and kids. This is self care, mm-hmm. um, and I don't. I mean, everyone when I hang out with my family, I do kind of consider that self care, but I don't consider it as much self care as going to a meeting or whatever else. So I compartmentalize uh, my stuff. What are some of the, I guess, compartments in your lives that are part of the self-care? So, like, for me, for instance, recovery is obviously one of them. I have to focus on recovery. School is another one. Um, Work is another one. Family, spirituality. Um, What are kind of the compartments that you focus on in your life that you have to keep balanced? You know, I obviously
1: being in recovery for the last 10 months has been huge. I, I, I make it a goal. I, and I, t- I, t- I was joking earlier that when I go to AA on Sunday nights, most the majority of that really is of the drive to AA, you know, of talking to myself <laughs> and like thinking, you know, I always like that, um, at that time. And sitting there and listening and applying it. And then as I drive home, it's a whole nother like, Thirty minutes of like what? I what do I want to do? And it, and and ironically, it's always on a Sunday night, so you can kind of start fresh off the Monday morning. You know, the Monday morning grind and kind of it kind of realigns me every week. And when I don't go, when I'm out of town or I just like I've got busy with something that I didn't, I and I'm not going. It kind of it uh, doesn't set my weight off week off is doesn't set your weed, weed off <laughs> <laughs> nice. yeah i can't uh, go toke up anywhere yeah. <laughs> uh, but it it that's just a small part of my recovery part of it sorry kevin that's all right got them all heated over there um so, yeah, on that, on that side of it, but also me being as active as I am with just outdoorsy stuff. Of, you know, I grew up, you know, rock climbing, kayaking, mountain biking, uh, snow skiing, and making those efforts of, of continually doing them. Because for a while when I was drinking as heavy as I was, obviously I wasn't healthy enough to be able to go do those activities anymore. They just did not seem fun when you're hungover. And, it, I mean, you're already going to get a headache by doing some of those activities. And, and then it creates even to be a worse circumstance. Um, You know, scheduling things with my wife, trips, has been super helpful with my friends, my guy friends. I always plan a trip with them once a year to go do a biking trip or something, ski trip, and and keeping that, like, kind of that community going with each other, saying, hey, what is it? And keeping the group text going, where are we going to go, what are we going to do? Social network. yeah, Yeah, social network. And for the last few years, the trip definitely hasn't been very... Uh, Productive. It was more (laughs) the very beginning when we were were doing those trips was very much like let's go out there and go ride and bikes and stuff, and then you know have beers at night. But it ended up turning into like let's just have beers and (laughs) fuck the bikes, you know. And and I, 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 it's nice to be able to kind of realigning the actual you know, purpose. So it's created, created, if that even answers your question, if that's where you're going with it. Yeah, that. that
0: answers. <laughs> yeah, definitely answers the question. What about you, Kev? What do you got?
1: Um, I, I would say
2: for me, um, is trying to balance. Uh, I, I, I need to make sure that I remember to have fun. Mm. I need to remember, um, that rock climbing is not like, I'll, 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 I'll take this for example. Um, I went out with a friend a couple of weeks ago, um, rock climbing and, uh, I'm one of those people that think this, that, um, I have a problem with thinking that I have to be like super great at it right now. You mm-hmm. know, I need to be like on the cover of a magazine, you know, like just this, this. there he goes
1: again, Kevin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with an exclamation
2: point. Right. <laughs> That's funny. I, I've seen that picture in my head. Like, a, like that, that same line actually. Um, I I need to uh, remember that it's okay to not be that great. You know, I'm, I'm still pretty new at it, but I went, uh, like I said, I went rock climbing uh, uh, about two weeks ago with a friend. Thanks, Mike. Sorry, People can hear me now. And I, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, I went up this, uh, it was a three pitch climb um, and it was highly exposed. It was super scary. Oh, for those of you that don't know what that means it just means it feels like it's just a straight drop to the ground there's just nothing to protect you um, it's it's kind of a psychological effect really um, but I I got to the to the to the second pitch of this climb and I just couldn't do it you know it was rated to a rating that I should have I thought I felt was you know within my but I just couldn't do it and I and I actually had to lower. Uh, back down midway to a midway point and then have him, you know, I followed him up. He went in front of me. And it really bothered me. Um, I, I was trying not to act too upset about it, you know, but I, I was upset. Um, and I have to remember that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not there to be the best rock climber and I'm not there to prove anything to anybody. Um, I'm actually doing it to have fun. It's fun for me. So I, I have to remember to have fun um, and, and keep uh, my fun balanced with work. I try not to dwell. I'm, I'm kind of like Zach in his story about uh, talking about work all the time outside of work. I really don't. And um, I actually try to make it a point not to. Yeah. Mm. Um, I try to leave my work at work. I mean, I'll bring it up, of course, uh, like just like any normal human being would, you know, if I have a conversation about it. But I don't, I don't, I, I, I try to leave the
1: office at the office, so to speak, you know. So well, that's kind of how the mindset, balance. like, and kind of had the mindset of my my grandpa was really good at it, where he had the attitude of that he did not uh, work to live, you know, but to live to work. Mm. Is that right? Yeah. Did I say it backwards? So. Like, uh, I said it backwards. Yeah, you
0: work to live uh, is the right way to do it. Right. Right. Yeah. I I typically have like, I
1: might have always been jumbled the communication out of my mouth. My mom didn't, my mom was the only person who could understand me until I was about six. Everyone had to like translate and look at my mom. Like, what did he just say? It's like, well, this is what he was explaining. He's hungry. uh, He wants some (laughs) Captain Crunch.
0: (laughs) I really like, I really like, um, What you were saying about, oh my goodness, I really like what you were saying about the. um, I I went blank. Um, Mm. I forgot to totally forgot what I was talking about. I got something I can tell you. you Go for it. (laughs) It's all right. It happens. It's
1: happened to me plenty of times. I'm sure in every podcast, they're like, so wait, what what did Mike just say? That didn't make sense. Now they're over here. I don't know. But I, I I was actually reading this uh, not too long ago, and it was actually just talking about uh, in Smart Recovery of actually trying to change your lifestyle to balance your life. And it gives you kind of some suggestions if you're struggling with it that you feel like you are stuck.
0: Oh, oh, my God, I remember. You okay. want to go for it? No, keep going. Okay. I'll, I'll, like I won't for it. forget it now.
1: All right. So any anytime <laughs> that people have an unbalanced life, they feel like, it's really impossible to get themselves uh, like unstuck out of something. And the way to do it in a healthy way, to be able to pull yourself out of that that's actually a meaningful balance uh, is one, it says take an inventory. So mm-hmm. it says when, you, when completing this, uh, hang on, that doesn't make sense. Yes, it does. It says, it's, yeah. okay. <laughs> I read, I read something way too fast. It says, it's late, it says folks. You, I know it says you <laughs> need to take, take, we need more coffee. <laughs> um, it says, take an inventory. It says, uh, as you do take an inventory of yourself, you will focus your time and energy in becoming aware of what parts of your life are in or out of balance. And that's hard to, to want to be honest with yourself. Cause you could be like, you know, I'm working my ass off of work, but maybe you really aren't. And, and being able to kind of tweak those things or asking advice from your boss or asking your professor, if you're at school saying, I, you know what, this is not working out. I need help and humbling yourself. Uh, number two, it says to be honest. Like I was kind of, it kind of rolled into that. Um, what are your fears? What are your discomforts? What are you lacking? And this could, um, Mm. you know, and then this is cool. It says number three. It says go with your gut. And it says typically when you uh, follow your gut, you're following the right way. Mm. What you need it's your yourself telling you this is it. Pick me. That's what it. As then, long as it's not drugs or alcohol. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is smart recovery. Especially, exactly. especially, <laughs> in, especially, not just especially some... in early recovery, <laughs> you can be like,
0: oh man, my gut's saying that I should get high right now. Well actually just better go it, do that? Those it, assholes on that podcast told me to follow my gut. <laughs> we lose all of our followers. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But it says, go with your foot, your gut. Go with your foot. Go go with your (laughs)
0: foot. We're really scrambling now. I should stop picking out. I should stop being nitpicky. And and
1: then uh, after it says, going with your gut, it says, uh, plan and prepare. In order to pay more attention Mm -hmm. to the areas, you'll need to make time for it. Otherwise, it won't get done. Placing your focus on these uh, less tended areas will take some getting used to like we talked about change is not easy people hate it it's not going to happen overnight and that's the number one thing with people that are struggling with add- or addiction behavior is snap of the finger they want it fixed mm. and it and it takes time it's not gonna happen overnight and it's not gonna happen over a week it's maybe not gonna happen a month probably not a year and uh, i have three more So if you're writing this down, one, two, three, four, this is number five. It says, get support, make changes. Isn't easy. Rather than struggling and risking failure, get all the outside help and support you can get. You might ask loved ones, friends, colleagues, or seek professional help. This will begin changing the behavior easier and bring your life into a better balance. Mm. And kind of like with me, I, I think I told everybody this on episode one that I almost did like a self, um, what do you call it when you're? Shoot, now I'm drawing a blank. Are you talking about? Uh,
0: God damn it! I know intervention. Intervention. There yeah, you go. Yeah.
1: I had like a self-intervention. That I brought in with like family members, and I was and my mom and my dad, and and explained it to them. And I was like, I need help. You know, and, and it wasn't yeah. very easy to do. Um, after this, it says to focus on the just the word balance itself. It says you can even draw like a pie and draw things that you're doing of of activities or school or work and be able to see how you're you're creating your your time of the day on those that pie angle of of which ways you can adjust it that will that will help you be uh, more balanced it says all of the areas in your life should be done with moderation balance in mind otherwise your life becomes unbalanced and one-sided and last thing like what kevin was saying have fun And if the work you put forth in balancing your life starts to feel burdensome, back off a bit, slow it down, and uh, you are doing this work to become healthy and whole, not to add more chores to your life. Seek out the fun in all your efforts, have a good time with the new experiences while exploring the other areas of your well-being. And the big picture of things, when your life becomes more balanced and well-rounded, the healthier and happier you'll be, so don't forget that fun. Mm. So I really like this those
0: seven things simple, but and that was from Smart Recovery. Smart Recovery, mm-hmm. okay. Um, I don't know much about Smart Recovery. It's so relatively new, uh, but if you listen to our podcast about different uh, recovery programs, we do talk about Smart Recovery. So, see, look at this; they give you a little pie on here. Oh damn! See right there. Every a little slice. Yeah, a little slice, and you Each just write thing it down. Is a little slice, yeah, in a little compartment. Um, it's kind of cool. All right, so we're running out of time. The only thought that I had was that one of the best ways for me to get out of my head. So, say for instance, I am taking uh, work into my family compartment, or I am taking school into you know meetings when I should be focusing on recovery is cutting in or it, the way to cut that out or the way one of the best ways i use to cut it out is having fun going out and taking care of myself and usually that's physically like rock climbing or biking or i mean even taking my my dog up and going hiking whatever that may be um that's a really great way for me actually probably one of the best ways for me to to get out of my head on something that is kind of blending itself into compartments that it doesn't need to be in. Um, There's no better way for me to get rid of a thought at night than to wear myself out doing something that I enjoy doing um, to a point where I just, I hit the bed and I'm out, right? Uh, That's honestly one of the, the easiest way that I, the easiest way that I can think to get, that shit out of my head um i am mumbling and i am rambling we kind of all are um so i've that's kind of the message i want to get across what what about you guys
2: um i would say for me the balance the balancing thing is uh i wish i could see it's either or but it's 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 very literally three things it's physical mental and spiritual um i'm not a religious guy in any way sense or shape uh, uh, but I do consider myself spiritual, uh, and, and I do pray. So I, the way it was talked to me, um, I used to hate the idea of praying. Um, when I first got sober, as a matter of fact, I like absolutely hated the idea of a God in any way, shape or form. Um, but when I kind of come to realize that, um, I don't need to know who God is because God, Probably smart enough that he knows who he is, and that's <laughs> that's <laughs> fine. Um, but I do I do pray because um, I, I you know I, I I don't try to seek God's approval anymore. Um, but I do um, if it's a higher power above me, then then he probably knows the next right move. <laughs> so that's kind of how I I work that in my head is. Uh, if 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 there's a person above me, he can see if I need to go left or right when I can't, <laughs> you know. I, and so um, I do pray and say thanks, and then sometimes it's just uh, thank you for helping keep me sober today, and that's all that's that's you know that suffices. Um, so I do pray for that for my spiritual uh, uh, health, and and I and I also physically I take care of myself by you know hiking, biking, things like that, and um, Mentally, uh, taking care of my mental health, which is uh, meditation and giving myself time out. I don't always have time to, um, or the willpower maybe to, you know, sit in a lotus position and and try to inwardly seek. Um, If if I'm not feeling that way, it's and I was I was just thinking about you playing with your kid in the morning. You were saying Mm -hmm. it is so monumentally awesome. To be able to wake up in the morning, uh, walk out on my deck before work and just have a couple of cups of coffee rather than waking up with a thousand resentments running through my head and wanting to throw up or, you know, just being able to take a little bit of time for myself. So those those three things, physical, um, mental and uh, spiritual for me, that helps balance out really well.
1: No, I like that. I think it's a, you know, and most importantly, it's working for you. And I really like that. I've, I lost myself for a long time. You know, I wake up in the morning was like I said, it was a chore. I hated it. I was like, okay, now I have to go do this. Now I have to go do that. And uh, it def- definitely was a lot of negativity, a lot of pull. Uh, I was pretty sour about it. And it does feel refreshing to be able to wake up in the morning and not have to uh, feel like crap anymore. And and I've really been kind of taking small glimpses of things and being able to uh, recognize those things. Recognize outside. Recognize the air temperature. Recognize what it smells like outside. Recognize the flowers, the mountains, anything that's around me that kind of like changes my my mindset of just being happy that I have that time and really slowing it down because I mean we live in a terrible, terrible fast pace way right now. Everyone is so impatient with things and. And uh it's it's been really kind of breathtaking for me to be able to slow down and kind of notice everything that's around me. So that's my encouragement, recommendation to anybody. If you're struggling, just stop. Look around. Mm. It's life's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be. It definitely
0: doesn't have to be. All right guys. Well we are actually out of time. So we ran this right down to the right time to the right second. Um, if you have any questions for us, balance, um, what our lives look like, anything like that. All like I said before, hit us up on Instagram. Um or yeah, Instagram's really our platform. That's that's the place to go. So um yeah with that we are out of here. Until next time guys.
2: Bye.
0: See ya.